Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of the Basement Kings podcast, where we mainly talk about Persona. I know some other shit happened in the news and stuff like that, but for right now, what's important to most of us is Persona 5. Uh, we've got a chance to play it. Uh, each of us are at different places, but before we talk about that, let's introduce ourselves. All right, I guess I'll start out this time. Uh, yo, what's up? I'm Mike, or Jack of all trades, or whatever you want to call me. Mike, preferably. Uh, and hello, I am Gabe, also known as Alex Nanka. Yes. All right, and as you guys may know, Black Canadian Yanni, Swisher TV, have a shit ton of aliases. Anyway, uh, we're just going to get on to it. Um, just talk about Persona 5, and um, basically, there's a whole bunch of stuff that came out along with Persona 5, especially the embargo shit. So why don't we get the nasty, bad stuff out of the way first? Uh, with us being content creators, uh, some of us made videos on YouTube, podcasts, and all that other stuff, and it sort of sucks that we have this embargo uh, type thing that's sort of restricting us or other people to talk about Persona 5. Well, not really talk about, but stream or record any Persona 5 past a certain time. Uh, I just want to, what do you guys th- uh, feel about that? I kind of uh, get I, why they're doing it. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You can go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I kind of um, get why they're doing it. I don't agree with it, but yeah. Like you said, I get why they do it, and I can completely just understand from a standpoint of, hey, if people see this game, they might not want to buy or play this game. Um, In that regards, I totally get it. I've been that way about a few games. But at the same time, with something as hyped up as Persona, I don't think it's necessary for them to embargo it. I think they could easily just kind of... Do what Toby Fox did with Undertale. Hey, this is a game that you should experience yourself before you watch this Let's Play. Go play it. Go check it out. Go get it. You know, do that before you watch a Let's Play so you can experience the story yourself. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, it's like I understand the spoiler aspect, but it's like, I don't know. It seems like it seems odd, really, because considering that, like, Tokyo Mirage Sessions came out, which was another Atlas. I know Nintendo like put uh, it was like the forerunner for that, but like it was an Atlas game too. But yet they weren't all up in arms about people like recording that, streaming that, or whatever. But when it came to Persona Five, they're like, "Oh no, no, no! You can't stream past a certain day." Which kind of it kind of makes me think that there's an ulterior uh, ulterior motive towards this because, like, I, for the other games, they haven't brought this up, and like now they're just starting to like be like, "Oh, Persona Five special though! You can't stream this or whatever." So um, that's where I'm kind of like, "Eh," about that. Yeah, I understand that too. Like, I, I, I've seen both sides of the argument, and I understand where, like, it does seem kind of odd that they're going to do it for this game and not, like, past games. But at the same time, Atlas has always been pretty good about, like, content ID claiming storyline stuff for the Persona games. Like, when I, or, um, I'm doing it's on hold right now but persona 4 and i've gotten two three copyright content id claims on that for story things so i could see why like atlas doing this but i think this is the first time they've actually gone out of their way to announce it you know 
Yeah, I guess they want to like cover up the controversy, so like they're not getting a ton ton of people just like, uh, like yelling at them like, "Hey, why'd you you didn't warn me or all that stuff." But then again, it's still kind of shitty of them to implement this, especially when the jet, especially when they're so up in arms about like, "Ooh, no spoilers," except if you, uh, except for the Japanese people who've had it for almost a half of a year and like probably played and beaten it twice over, and it's like us Americans or uh, North Americans are just getting it and Europeans are just getting it. And it's like, we like, if like, I've almost been spoiled multiple occasions because of like Japanese posters are putting like these screenshots up and it's like, you can't really prevent it at this point, especially when you delayed it for so long in the, uh, uh, in the U S or the West. So it's kind of, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like a double standard in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, Especially to talk about the spoilers, I don't know if any of you um, go to the Megami Tensei wiki or the Persona wiki, essentially. Like, they already have the entire, basically, plot synopsis of Persona 5. All the social links are on there, all the stories behind the social links are on there. The entire story is on the internet for everyone to see. All up to the major plot points, which I'm sad to say, I ended up getting spoiled because I went there once and didn't mean to see the plot point that got spoiled for me. So stay far away from the wiki. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, don't go to the wiki. Unless you're looking up cool shit, but don't go to the wiki. No, especially don't look for cool shit, because then you'll see, like, a <laughs> boss that you didn't want to get spoiled. But, um, uh, yeah, and it was and it's strange because they released the anime that takes place, that uh, takes place in between, like, 20 hours in the game. And it's like... Cause uh, have you seen? Cause have you seen the Daybreakers anime for Persona Five? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. It was uh, it was actually really good. It got me really more so hyped for the the game than anything. Mm-hmm. But like, it takes place twenty hours into the almost like twenty hours in the game, depending on how slow you're playing it or whatever. Because it takes place after uh, after you get uh, is it Yusuke or Yosuke? Yusuke. It's Yusuke. After you get Yusuke, and it's like. Like that's pretty far into the game to like show an anime that came out before the Japanese release of the game. So yeah, and especially sort of baffles me. I will say this in uh, in regards to that anime though, they do actually sort of make reference to that anime in the game, which I think is really cool. Like at the point I'm in right now, I've heard numerous talks of in the anime the crooks who like target restaurants and target businesses um they've already made reference to that which i thought was really cool as someone who sat and watched the you know the anime that goes along with the game Mm -hmm. yeah it was a nice little companion piece i wonder uh will that like because they're releasing dlc of course i wonder will that be like extra story mission that they'll release uh because um yeah, like yeah, I would be really interested to play that. And plus, they introduced like because uh, there's these main palaces that you go to for main story reasons, but there's also uh, what is called the memento. Yeah, memento. Yeah, memento. And it's like uh, like that's just room for just to add more story content and like more like side story stuff. So I'm interested to see what they do that uh, with that later on down the line. And uh, as of right now, like I am. Like, I'm enamored with the game, just oh, the sort too. of transition over from the, like, bad embargo stuff. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we think it's sucky, but, like, there's not really much we can do about it yeah. <laughs> at this point. So, hopefully, they'll go back on it, but... 
Yeah, speaking of DLC, I did you did bring that up, and they actually did release already a list of a lot of the DLC we're getting, and it seems like a lot of it, as of I from what I saw, is cosmetic things like the Persona Three and Persona Four outfit sets. There's a, I think mm-hmm. I saw like the Devil Survivor outfit set, Catherine outfit set, like a, all these cool like cosmetic things that can change up your look. Like I don't know about you guys, I kind of want to run around mementos and these palaces dressed like you know Minato from Persona Three, but I don't know, maybe that's just me. Yeah, I definitely can't uh, agree on that. I would like to, because like the favorite thing about Persona Four was like the Persona Four Golden. At least is like running around in like the different costumes and stuff, the Halloween costumes and stuff. So um, I, I'm glad that they do have cosmetic DLC. And I, from what I saw, most of it's free. Some of it you got to pay for, but like that's golden. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did see the, I know the big ones I saw, like the Persona 4, the Persona 3, were at least like 7 bucks. But I assume that 7 bucks gets you outfits for everyone who's ever going to join your party, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they're probably not going to do this, but uh, maybe a season pass. I feel like a season pass would be good, but only the only way I could see people wanting to get the season pass is if they added more, like, DLC story or DLC dungeons, like, extra story stuff. That, I feel like that would be the only reason I'd see people getting a season pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and they haven't announced anything more than that. Uh, there's also a DLC... Um, extra uh not extra story mode but extra difficulty level called merciless ah the merciless difficulty looks kind of good <laughs> looks hard yeah but, that's, that, that's going to be on my second time around because like for right now uh because i'm doing a let's play on my channel for right now i'm just doing like it on easy because i want to get the story stuff out the way try to get as many social links as i possibly can and then uh go back and then play uh play it on like merciless difficulty or whatever just so just for myself because i couldn't record something that difficult yeah i couldn't i couldn't do it i'd pull my hair out yeah, but um, uh, yeah. Let's just get into the game itself. We're going to try not to get too spoiler heavy, but um, uh, yeah. How are you guys liking the game so far? Very much so far. I definitely think this is it, it's a way darker tone than I think I've seen in any of the Persona games prior, and I personally love it. I think this is it's rare to see a video game talk about some of the things that have already come up within the first like hour two hours into this game oh, it's yeah. so rare to see it talked about and it's so nice to see it talked about that i love it like it's just a breath of fresh air i guess you could say yeah uh persona hasn't been this dark since persona 2 i'm not sure if any of you guys played this uh those games but like uh persona 2 was like a really dark uh game apparently i've only played like about halfway through it but like from what i hear from the story it gets uh it gets pretty dark and I, I like that. I like when they tackle, like, heavy stuff. Like, just with the first opening dungeon or a palace, you're like, holy shit, a girl just did that. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is... Yeah, I wonder how far it's going to go. I don't know. I feel like like the first palace alone was just, like... It was really shocking to see those things, you know, in a in a video game for starters i feel like the second palace 
while it was great, I loved it, I loved the enemies, I can honestly say it didn't, like, it didn't get to me as much as the first palace, I guess. Because you see more about what was, you know, going on in the first palace on the news all the time. You know, teachers being horrible people all the time. You see it all over the internet. But not really so much on the, the second palace. Um, you know, to avoid spoilers, you really don't see that scenario happen as often, I guess. I don't know, maybe it's just a cultural thing, but I haven't heard of it happening much in, you know, America. I don't know about... Uh, Canada or Australia, but I, in America, I don't really hear too terribly much about that. Uh, yeah, I, not really. I don't want to get like too detailed on what happens in each uh, palace since most of us haven't made it too far into it. Yeah. But like, um, like yeah, so far, um, so far, I'm really enjoying that what they're going for story wise. It's like, oh, look at these outsiders. We're going to see how they fit into the role and like even in like the first like 20 minutes of the game they're introducing oh one of your party members is a traitor someone sold you out and it's like i i, I like it makes you on edge as you're making social links or confidants throughout this game and it's like oh maybe one of you guys sold me out and it's also interesting because like during the first 20 minutes they introduce like oh this is only six months within the story and this story takes place for a full year so i wonder what's going to happen after that so yeah i will say that did like i love the tarantino way they decided to go about it show the ending first or not the ending Mm -hmm. but show like somewhere later on in the story first and then build up to that point it really like it got me excited like especially seeing how powerful you could get because you start out Mm -hmm. and you had i think it was like uh all like i think it was heavy something damage and like severe something damage and then that first enemy it puts you up against uses like a tier three fire spell and you're just like whoa this is this is absolutely crazy like this is like we're already starting out relatively strong we're starting out awesome so yeah it makes you wonder what's gonna happen next or going on through the story at least Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see that play out as well. Oh, yeah. Um, as well, uh, as well as I, I can't wait to be introduced to other characters because, um, like, yeah, I literally know nothing. It's, it feels like it's been so long since we've had like something, uh, something like Persona come along, where it's like you can't wait to meet these party members or can't wait to like get these social links or uh do missions like that because like i've just been really excited to get to social links and like doing activities and stuff like that in that game and there are quite a few activities from what i've seen so far Mm. i i i the only problem that i have with it is the fact that like um uh, that it still requires like oh to hang out with this person you need x amount of like a charm or like guts or whatever i sort of hate that but like uh, then again, I understand why they have you do it uh, to add more gameplay layers, but still, it sort of sucks. Like, ooh, I really want to hang out with this doctor chick. Oh, you need more guts. Oh, fuck you, well, game. I mean, at least for the first few social links I find, or confidants, whatever you want to call them, it does at least require you to get to the level two um, of that like certain like uh, social stat. But then there are the certain other ones, uh, like 
there are already two that I have access to, but I can't do because I need higher courage or guts, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. But I don't know. I, I kind of like it because it, it gives you something to look forward to when you do get your guts up there, you get your charm up there, and then it's like, oh, hey, I can do this now. This is sweet. That's awesome. It wouldn't be so bad, though, if there was actually, if I could find a good way to get Guts up faster, because, dear God, out of everything, Guts seems to be the one thing that takes the longest to rank up for me, because I can only find things that give me, like, one or two points for Guts, as opposed to everything else I can find, something that gives me, like, two or three points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I'm still at the part where it's like sort of holding your hand in a way where because uh, I'm like I beat the first palace, but like I'm still like in the in between phase before they go out to uh, celebrate. Uh, so I'm I'm still like in that in between phase is like they still won't let me go out and do too many activities. Not so much has opened up to me, so I'm still I'm like. I'm like going to batting cages and like going to like the bathhouse to get my charm up uh, in, pr- in preparation so I can talk to Anne later on. Or on. Yeah. Right. Whatever you want to mm-hmm. call her. Yeah, I thought it was Anne, but apparently it's on, so I don't. I don't want people correcting me <laughs> later on saying it's on. Damn it, it's on. Oh, because you, you know they will. It's the internet. They have to correct you. Yep. Yeah, and she's just already someone's wife who already, so I don't want to offend those guys. So I still haven't pinpointed who's my wife who's going to be yet. So I still I still have to hang out with all the ladies to see which one. I'm totally my time. I'm totally digging the punk rock nurse chick, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of have to. Agree. I don't know. She. I like. I like. I'm trying to. I, I want to. I want to know more about her. I just need to know more about her before I uh, invest my time in that. And she's not a mainline character, so I can't really like. She's not main waifu status. She's like secondary waifu status. Yeah. I have to find my. Because because I'm pretty sure there's not going to be like the end of like once you max out her social link. I'm pretty sure there's not going to be like oh she's my girlfriend now at the hey, end because I don't think they'll that'd do that. That'd be dope though. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Now that would be something. That would actually be amazing. I would like. I would. Uh, I would like that too. Also, I want to do a social link with the teacher when I'm able to, because I heard that's pretty interesting from uh, accidental screenshot I saw. Oh, the yeah, and I think I know the social link you're talking about, and that's one of the ones that you need a higher level of guts to do, which really just, it sucks because it's like, hey, here's this, do this. It's like, oh, hey, you can't do that. You're not gutsy enough. All right, cool. If I can find well, a fast, thank you for telling like, me. Uh, yeah, I'm going thank to just you. like start grinding guts for a while before I get to that part. But um, like yeah, the best way I can find out right now to uh to get guts is like to go to the movies. Like I can't find any other place to do that. That for right now makes no sense. But okay, I feel like that's the one I haven't done yet, except for getting when you get invited out i think it's the first time you get invited out it's by ryuji and he's like hey let's go to the movies and hang out and i got i think guts or knowledge i got something for doing it it was like a decent it was a decent enough stat boost i was like oh i might start coming here but i keep forgetting about it that and at the point like one thing I will say that does kind of bug me about this game is there are like a set number of days. It could be an entire week, week and a half in game that it will literally just basically not let you do 
anything. And this isn't just in the beginning. This is, I'm, like I said, three or going into my third dungeon or palace. And I'm still at points where the game's just like, yeah, we're not really going to let you do anything. We could let you do stuff, but like, oh, you're tired. Like, dude. The game's like, oh, you thought you had control. Well, you don't. That's a huge shame. It's a persona problem. It's always been a persona problem, though. But, like, I feel like it's more so in this game than I've seen in like Persona three or four for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully it's like a lot longer than those games. I heard it's like a hundred hours, so hopefully, uh, yeah, we can get a lot of good moments out of that. As well as I hope, I I, I hope that there's going to be another Valentine's Day situation <laughs> like in Persona four Golden. I I want that because I want to be the uh, I want to be the player that like gets all the girls by safe scumming <laughs> through the uh, through that, but um like yeah I still I still haven't uh, done any like confidant or social link stuff. The only person I've like d- interacted with was Ryuji, and then like I'm working on getting Anne after. Uh, probably I'm going to record some more tonight and work on getting Anne on and. I, her name is Anne, okay? I'm, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. <laughs> I don't know. For me, um, I'm probably... like A few things I wonder is this game has brought a lot back. It's simplified a lot. The one thing I want to know if they're going to keep the running theme that the Magician Arcana and the Sun Arcana are going to be the most depressing social links ever. That is my only wonder, because the Magician Arcana in Persona 3 was depressing, Persona 4 was depressing, the Sun Arcana in Persona 3 was a dude who was dying slash dead, and then in Persona 4 it was a chick whose mother was in the, mother or father was in the hospital with, like, cancer or some shit. Like Sounds fun. They need, like, they need to make these social links as depressing as possible, but I don't know. Especially because, like, I think this is the first time the Magician Arcana has been a main, like, it ranks up as you go through the story type social link. Yeah, I don't think the Magician will be that. I don't know. Morgana could have, like, a... He could have, like, a very... Okay, I'm going to get on the Morgana thing later on, but, like, Morgana could have, like, a very devastating backstory. So, uh, and also, the Sun Arcana is the politician dude that's standing out talking about shit, right? He's, like, right in front of the station. I think he's the Sun Arcana, yeah. So maybe he will have some depressing shit. But, yeah, I want to talk about Morgana for a minute. Uh, I I am... I believe that Morgana's a girl. That... I, I don't care what they say. Morgana's a girl. I, mean, I don't care what Morgana's voiced by a girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's just too of a high pitched girly voice that they uh, went for instead of like a lower pitch, like young kid voice that they usually do when they hire female voice actresses to do uh, to do roles. But uh, I don't know. I like I don't know. It just seems weird because when they say like, "Oh, he," and then like it sounds like this, like you're talking to some girl, and it's like, "Oh, wow." Yeah, like, you didn't, I legit didn't even try to like. Sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? Uh me and my sister both legit thought um, he was a girl. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you see the name Morgana, and then you hear the voice, and you're like, oh, that's a chick. It's like, oh no, it's using like male pronouns. Okay, it's like, oh. It transforms into a cat and it has a thing for this chick. It's like, oh, it's just a lesbian cat. That's all it is. Like, 
Oh, it's just a lesbian cat. <laughs> That's normal, right? I, I don't know. I just hope Japan. For the sake, hey, it is Japan. But I just hope for the sake of everything that's going on right now that it doesn't turn into another teddy situation i mean it already sort of is with the fact that it's mascot type character hitting on women Mm. well one woman but i just hope it doesn't end up like teddy's you know in the end like oh hey morgana turns out to be a shadow like i don't know if that's true or not but if that's the case i don't know i feel like that's kind of predictable and boring Mm. I think Morgana is going to be more like uh, more like along the lines that Marie was in Persona 4 Golden. I think Morgana might be a god or something. I don't know. I, like, uh, the, or it could she uh, he or she could just be a normal human that, as as they said, they got turned into that cat thing. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see that. And because um, because the good thing about Morgana as opposed to Teddy is that. Uh, Morgana's actually useful and like competent, so like you can at least hope for that. Yeah. You know, one thing I, I am actually really happy they did. Uh, not really so much happy, but kind of like interested or kind of like I kind of enjoy the fact that they brought it back. Sort of the negotiation system to get shadows or persona. Now, I'm mm-hmm. really happy they brought that back. It's actually really fun to go through trial and error and <clears throat> and have social links that can help you like um the politician social link actually helps you talk to shadows when you're in palaces or mementos mm-hmm. and that's another cool thing the social links in general or the confidants in general all like a good majority of them help you out while you're in you know in the metaverse which is really cool Mm-hmm. Well, I guess because they they call them collaborators, so I'm guessing like they're trying to find some usefulness to the team and like stuff like that. Because every time uh, that you establish a bond or a uh, collaboration or confidant, it g- cuts back to like uh, back to the pa- back to the present, and then it's like, oh, so they helped you? How did they help? How did you get medicine for this? Who so you must have had like a person to help you with that? So I I guess that's what they're trying to go for, like sort of like you're building a team. Yeah, which I think is really great. And another thing that really kind of fits into the whole theme of Phantom Thieves, all the personas so far are thief-based personas, as opposed to mm-hmm. Persona One or Persona Three where it was, like, most of them were based off the Greek and Roman gods, and the end boss was Nyx and Thanatos. And then you got, like, Persona 4, where all the, you know, Persona are of Japanese origin, and the final boss is, you know, the sister-slash-mother god of Japan, basically. Mm-hmm. And Which this- was interesting after, because uh, I did a replay of Persona 4 uh, Golden, and like, you know, when you go on the field trip to um, uh, uh, Gekukan Island. Yeah, and you get yeah, the... And, and like, oh, yeah, the backstory on that is like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome. I did not know that, like, because you're connecting it because you played it before. And it's like, oh my god, I can't believe that this actually plays in. I mean, even in Persona 5... Um, a few of the lessons actually talk about like Arsene Lupin, the you know person based off the main uh, the main character's persona. You see people talk about like Captain Kid, you know um, Ryuji's persona, and then you see then one of the teachers brings up Carmen as a femme fatale or you know An's persona, and 
it's all great because you get to learn a little bit about them. And heck, even the personas in this game now, like there are a lot of returning faces, but there are some ones I haven't quite seen before. I don't know if they're just new to this game or if they brought them, like they pulled way back into the Megami Tensei repertoire and brought out like these old faces and gave them a facelift. Mm-hmm. And voices too, because like every time you like put them uh, or, uh, negotiate with them they like make noises and they say like i art thou when you um have them as like your persona it is really great i'm kind of um i'm genuinely interested to see what other persona we're gonna see make a return and uh what other you know um what other like throwbacks that we're gonna see make a return? Because if there's one thing Persona loves, it's throwing back to like old Persona games. Because I remember again Persona Three reference, uh, they referenced Persona One and Persona Two. Persona Two got the bigger reference, but they got two references. There was the one entire social link dedicated to Persona Two. And then they also referenced the main character Persona 2 in like a TV special that you could like watch. And I know Persona 4 just said, fuck it, let's just go to Port Island and you know play all the music from Persona 3 and have yeah, some of these like, teachers back. <clears throat> so yeah, I really like, wonder like, like... Just fuck it. Yeah, I, I just really wonder what's going to what references are going to make a return. Like I, I hear things I'm on the lookout for them as I play through the game. And I think I found one. I could be wrong. When you get to it, you'll probably know the reference. Um, it's about everyone's favorite masculine detective Prince. Uh, I think there was a reference thrown in about that, which I think is awesome. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, though. I'm still I'm still trying to find all the references and things like that. Yeah, uh, like yeah. So am I. I'm, I'm like really interested to think uh, to see if they're going to go the Persona Four route, where it's just like they're like, "Fuck it, you're going to going to Port Island, just like, and you're going to meet a character that was in Persona 3. It's like, uh, yeah, let's go but, to Inaba. <laughs> it's like, oh hey, here's like Chie and Yukiko. Hey, they still have the school field trip. They could be going to the countryside. And, um, and also, uh, w- what I'm really excited about is, like, uh, well, what they could possibly do is they could go, like, the whole, like, hey, they're in Shibuya, so probably Persona 2, they're going to reference uh, Seven Sisters High School or something like that since they're in the area. Or or they could just go the whole fuck it route of, like, yeah, we're going back to Inaba or... Um, uh, you get to see like Nanako as a high school student or whatever. That but, would be um, cool. I do wonder like how much time has passed between um, between this game and uh, Persona Four because I know Persona mm-hmm. Four was like two years after Persona Three. So I wonder if this is another like two year gap or is it going to be a bigger gap and we're going to see like more characters grown up because I feel like that's mm-hmm. one issue that if they did just again go the fuck it route and go back to Inaba then they would have you know like a lot of the characters there were first years yeah but it would have to be a two year skip again to see like Kanji, Rise and you know Naoto unless they decide to go the like long time skip route and say like oh hey Nanako's in high school now here's Nanako Dojima she's gonna talk about her big brother if she's well to be fair she was in the hospital at the end of Persona 4, so... Uh, uh, uh. 
Hey, you, I got the true ending. She made it, and All right, uh, there you go. If the the epilogue showed that she was, it was just fine, but um, uh, yeah, like I I I just I just can't wait to get further on down the line with this game. Like this is the first game in a while, besides Breath of the Wild, where it's like I'm picking this up like daily to try to get like lo- longer and longer into this game. So. But yeah, I'm excited to I'm I'm excited to d- dive deeper into it, as well as um I want to see how the uh, other cast is introduced because, uh, that's completely new to me. It's it's just it's just been a while for uh Persona to surprise me because like we've st- had Persona Four for so long, and it's just like it felt it it feels like I'm a kid again. It feels like I'm like a 15 year old kid playing Persona Four again. Yeah, and that's. I think that's one of the great things about this game to just introduce that feeling of nostalgia of playing a Persona game for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. And it feels great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and then you just look over at an article saying you can't stream it, then you're like, oh, why do you make me feel this way? Fuck you, Atlas, I love you. It's basically what they're making me say. Uh, but, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was uh, just going to just say that, man, Atlas, you do so many good things, make so many good games, and just like this just makes me shake my head. Yeah, yeah. let's talk a bit about Mementos, though. Uh, the long, overarching dungeon in uh, Persona 5. I wonder how deep it's going to go. I wonder if it's going to be like another 250 floor type dungeon, or if it's just, if it's actually going to have an end, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like one of those, as I said, a placeholder for DLC, where it's like, hey, something new popped up in the Memento dungeon. Check it out. It's a story, or um, or what could happen. Just it just could be just like a bottomless, like, hey, want to update new shit? Just going to add more to it. Here goes a new patch that adds like a hundred more levels or whatever. But um, like um, yeah, I can see that being potentially in the day an age that we're at right now. It can literally be unlimited until they decide to make the next Persona game. Because like, hey, you want more content? Here goes a Memento dungeon where we can just literally just add more floors. Now, for me, I I wonder if I feel like it might have a bottom, and I feel like at the bottom of this dungeon, we're probably gonna see, you know, whatever the secret boss of this game is. Because I know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've gotten that far into, the, you said you just beat the first, you've like gained access to Mementos, correct? At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you get the notification in Mementos when you go down one level? Yeah. Yeah, about uh, the return of everyone's favorite nuisance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I think I remember, yeah, so... Um... Yeah, I I hope there is a secret boss in there, and I hope it's I hope it's good. I mean, if it's anything like Persona three and four, it's probably going to be the Velvet Room attendant. Mm-hmm. In this case, Carolyn and Justine. I don't like I don't like them. I don't know. Maybe I need to max their so uh, confidants or whatever. But like for right now, they're just like two shit kids that like like kick me into the velvet room yeah well one of them's better than the other at least i prefer i think it's justine justine's the one who just has the clipboard who's a bit nicer to you yeah as opposed to the one with the beating stick (laughs) who's just a little shit 
Yeah, I don't know. You need like a buffer because like even Margaret wasn't like too special. Hey, uh, it was. It wasn't until you added Marie into the Velvet Room where you're like, oh, okay. So at least there's another attendant in here I cared about. I don't know. Margaret was like, like she was awesome. I loved Margaret, but then again, I liked. She's classy. Definitely a step mm-hmm. above Elizabeth, but that's just me. I didn't. I didn't like Margaret because I hated trying to max out her social link because I hated doing those missions, those side missions. Yeah, I mean, at least with Margaret though, you could do them all in a day, as opposed to like going through and planning out day by day. It's like, oh no, you're at the end of the game. You want to max out this one last social link? Okay, cool. Just go ahead and knock out all these fusion requests, and you're good. Like that's it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. have fun. Like, I'm I'm kind of bummed that they brought that back as Carolyn and Justine's social link, though, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, that's the one thing that I'm glad about is, for those social links is that you don't have to, like, worry about ha- equipping a certain persona to level them up because you already know once you do the mission, uh, you'll get a level up. But, um, like, yeah, I, I just have to worry about for in the future. It's just like, hey, I have to make sure uh, uh, Justice Arcana is equipped when I want to socialize with this person. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of tedious in a way because, like, sometimes you, like, make a persona just to level up a, uh, just to level up an ass leak, even though you don't really, you're not going to use it. You're just going to discard it later on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I will say about the social links in this game. Um, I mean, they do a pretty good job of, like, letting you know, hey, this person, you know, this is a social link that's about to rank up, and more so than in previous games, like, if you say, like, you might want to try and rank up this social link, it'll tell you, oh, hey, you might not get closer to this person, but you can go ahead and spend time with them anyway if you want, and it'll keep telling you this until it's you might become closer if you spend time with them. Go ahead and spend time with them. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. And, uh, mm-hmm. and also, I want to know: Have you guys been? Have you guys been playing legit when it comes to answering school questions? No. Well, uh, until I remembered the cheat yeah. button. <laughs> I think. Oh yeah, first the cheat- time I did legit. Like first yeah, question. Uh, what was the first question again? Oh I god, I think it was the um the Plato's thing. Yeah, it was the Plato oh, okay. thing. I got that one right, and then I got the second one wrong. And apparently, after you get two questions wrong, Morgana will help you out without using the cheat button. But you have like a set amount of wrong answers with Morgana before it's like, oh, you still get the question wrong anyway. Mm, it was like straight to cheating for me like i got, answered the first one correctly because it was easy but then like the other ones were like i don't want to actually use brain power to solve this i'm just going to wiki only the answers and then like i'm set like i wrote down a list of what the answers are going to be until like the end of the year just so uh just so i won't have to do that also because i i want to focus on getting my knowledge up uh, because I because ha- I hate the restriction of like because I know there's going to be a social link or a confidant that's going to be like oh you're not smart enough to talk to this person yet so I feel like I already found who that social link might be I might Is be it wrong uh, no I don't I don't think so no it's um it's actually one that I I, I don't want to really spoil this one because it is one that you get later on down the line it starts because of the story but i think you might need you know um 
I think you might need a higher knowledge to do it, though. Oh, okay. Did they show up in the beginning of the game, or, like, they don't show up till later? They don't show up till later, no. Okay. All right. That's Well, that's good that they're introducing characters later on down the, uh, down the line, too. I hope there's going to be, like, a... um. What I honestly hope is what they do what they did, like, in the third and the fourth game, where it's, like, uh, ha- the halfway point. Also, what I'd like to know is... uh like to call the... um. The uh, Namatame is the killer point, and then it's like, oh, you think it's one way, and then it goes the complete opposite way. You know what I'm talking about, like the twist, the plot. Yeah, twist. I feel like that's going to happen after the uh, like where you're at in present day when it keeps flashing you back. I feel like that's where the turning point's really going to like pop into play because, like, like I said, I found out some spoilers because of the Megami Tensei wiki. And it's like, I know what's going to happen, but I don't know when it's going to happen. And that still keeps me on my toes. Um, Mm -hmm. Like knowing something like that. Yeah, I've been trying to stay uh, spoiler free and play as much as possible, which I know this is sort of helping the case of Atlas wanting that embargo. But then again, if you're if you don't want to be spoiled, don't look into stuff that like because i know not to go to the website that has the spoilers down there or google i can't do thumbnails anymore because every time i google search something persona 5 and then it's like oh that looks like something i didn't do yet so let me so hey there's like the the final boss of the game thank you google (laughs) i didn't want to see that yet here is the entire final boss And it was just a long paragraph, just like just of what happened at the end, and who's the true killer. You are the true killer in the end. Oh, there's the plot twist of the century. That would be something that I would enjoy. <laughs> just like, oh wow, you are playing as the bad guy the whole time. And or like I- towards the end, you find out that you didn't prevent that uh, that uh, woman getting assaulted. You were the person assaulting the woman. Oh, oh that would be that- such an interesting twist. <laughs> I'd feel kind of shitty after that, but then I would oh, be yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of bold. I like it. <laughs> but, um, now, here's a question I have. What do you guys think of Igor's voice? Igor's new voice? I don't like it. Uh, I like it in a way that, like, it's the only <laughs> other type of voice that could fit for that. Whereas, like, you have to go dramatically one way or dramatically the other. I feel like there was no in between. If they got someone to copy the same voice actor, it wouldn't. It just. It would have probably been worse. I don't know. I feel like it. When I heard it, like my entire body just kind of like didn't like the thought of not welcome as opposed to welcome. No, like give me over dramatic Igor any day of the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why they changed the English voice actor, but they changed it. Well, I guess because the Japanese voice actor was sounded similar to uh, what the current English voice actor is for Persona 5, so I'm guessing that's why they did it. But, um, like, it just, I don't know. At the first time I heard it, I was like, I turned my head like, okay, that's what you're going for. And then, like, it just it's just like the more he spoke, it sort of fit, and it felt right, where it's like you have to go one way in one direction. If he were to, like, just imitate the sound of what Igor sounded like in Persona 4, I kind of would have been like, ah, it's not yeah. as good. I don't know. When I just heard the like the the signature, this place exists between, like, you know, mine, like, you know, all these things, and it's just like, that's 
I don't like that coming out of your mouth. Like it, it doesn't sound as nice and like, just pleasing on my ears. I guess that's like, cause like the whole game starts off shitty. Cause like when you, cause like in Persona Four, it's like, hey, everybody, like everybody wants to get to know you. You have this cool uh, little cousin that looks up to you, and it's like, and Dojima, he was like, yeah, welcome to the family. And it's like here, it's like people are treating you like shit. Like people don't like you. They're spreading weird rumors about you, beating people up. And it's like, yeah, I want Igor to sound like that. I want him to sound shitty and deep and scary. Like yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the tone of this game. I mean, I also do like that every social link seems to be in some way, shape, or form a criminal and or outcast as well. Just oh, yeah. kind of go the full extra mile. Except for what seems like one social link, not counting Igor and uh, the twin wardens. Uh, aside from that, like only one social link doesn't really fit into that criminal mold. Or that criminal criminal slash outsider mold. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, it just feels different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how like everybody's sort of like the misfits. Like 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 it's just like oh we like uh, Ryoji was uh, kicked off the track team because he hit the coach and like and the coach uh, broke his uh, leg and all this on uh, just talked weird shit about like i i'm not sure entirely sure what the story about on was oh she was a slut or whatever or people assume she was i'm not sure you actually find that out as the story goes on not like just through social links but there are certain scenes with her and with like with all the characters that you just get to learn a bit more about them which I think, again, just helps build to those characters and makes you want to spend even more time with those characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I want to see that later on down the line. Uh, like, I want an interesting... I want an interesting character, like, sort of, like... Because right now it seems brought of the mill for me as of right now with the characters. Um, I want to see, like, a kanji-type character. Like, not the same exact scenario, but the same, like, sort of, like, controversial topic to be brought up with the character. I, I want to see, like, a character that has that going on. Yeah. And I haven't found any characters really like that in my time social linking. Um... That being said, I'm sad they didn't bring back one person. Um, and that's Tanaka. Oh, yeah, because you, you went on Sunday morning. Because they mentioned the TV show. It's like, oh, shit, it's going to be Tanaka. Then it's like, no, it's not. Yeah, I was expecting to he- finally get to hear that song be sung. And then for Tanaka to be voiced again. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, no. It it looks like it could be Tanaka, but they're not going to go all out like they did with Tanaka. I know, like, where's the theme song? The, like, theme song, like, you could at least have that for for his his TV show or whatever, but, um, uh, yeah, I I thought that sucked when I turned on the TV to, like, order something. It's like, oh, this isn't Tanaka. Well, guess what? I'm not spending my money here. I don't know. Instead, I'm going to go in the back alley and buy guns from the sketchy dude that looks like Junpei. Some of the stuff you can actually buy from that program are pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Not great, but decent. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing I hated about, like, uh, they didn't really tell you the stats in Persona 4 when you, like, ordered stuff. And when you got it, they're like, man, I found something better in the fucking dungeon. This is shit. <laughs> it's like, 
uh, uh, like that part sucked about like playing in Persona Four. Like, I, I, I that's the one thing I didn't like about ordering stuff. Um, yeah, especially because like you'd spend the five six thousand yen, and then you'd go to Daisuke and you'd sell your shit, and then it's like, oh hey, I got all this money, and then he just gave me something that's like five times better than the thing I was about to order from Tanaka's show. And now I gotta wait for that to come anyway because reasons. And it's just like ah, <laughs> it's like uh, just like cursing Tanaka, like just throwing your fist up in the sky. Fuck you. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. But how are you guys liking the game mechanics so, so far in the game? I like them. They're pretty good. I can definitely say they're. It, it takes getting used to. I guess you could say too, but once you get into the swing of things, like once you played for hell, even a couple hours, it it's really nice. And I think one of my favorite game mechanics is something that comes in the second dungeon, but it's such an interesting game mechanic. It's called skill cards. Mm-hmm. By far the greatest idea they've ever had. Because it lets you teach, and it, this is something I love. You can teach literally any persona, any move, as long as you either A, have the skill card, or B, you can, like, basically fuse that persona. Because I have a Jack Frost with Augie. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> fucking broken. Like, hey, and I like, just hit you with the ice and the fire. Like, and some of the skill cards, like, you can, there's a free DLC right now that you can get... Um, some skill cards, and one of the skill cards they give you is basically an almighty spell. Like, the first tier, it's not really the almighty spell. I don't think it's almighty because I still saw, like, the Medigo spell, but um, it's basically, like, a nuking spell without elemental affinity, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I, I need to get further along to, like, know it and uh, to get better at the skills and stuff like that uh so far i'm not using the guns as much i, I don't know i find them good to uh, good in certain situations but like i just for some reason i keep forgetting at times like oh yeah i have a gun just <laughs> just press up and then like shoot but then i forget also also have you guys been making use of like the um the online features of like just like hey what did everybody do tonight just to check and see what are your options or whatever? Uh, not really found much use for the online stuff yet. I do to get, like, a general idea of what people do, and especially the best part about that entire feature is at, like, the bottom right-hand corner, it'll say everyone's average level, and it gives you, like, a good ballpark of, oh, hey, I should be, like, level 15 for what I'm about to do, or, oh, hey, I should be, like, level, you know, 25 for what I'm about to do, or what I should be doing on this day, which is good, so it's like, hey... I should probably spend this day, it's a free day, and just go grind mementos for a little bit and then hop back out. Yeah, I like that feature as well. And um, I sort of make use of, like, see what people did today so I can, like, sort of time manage what I want, who I want to hang out with and what uh, uh, what there is there to do. Like, some people worked. I haven't worked yet. I haven't, like, got a job yet. I was still just focusing on 
socializing and stuff because it seems like I make enough money just grinding in the dungeon or in the palace for a while the only thing that sucks which I figured out because uh, like while I was in the first palace where I was like you know what I'm just going to finish this palace and like get get to the main chunk of story and then I um, forgot to get lot pick so I can get those big chests yeah and so so I just barricade uh, just like went through the whole story and then oh the palace got destroyed and then like oh those treasure chests are gone forever yeah i don't like that the palace after you get done with it just goes away forever like i understand for story purposes why it happens but for a gameplay per like point of view there's no reason why you shouldn't just be able to like they should at least make it like a ruined palace or something where it's like mm-hmm. the enemies are either like like make the enemies stronger because shadows wanted to go into this place and you know add new treasure to it but no they just not ah, we'll just get rid of it you have mementos to go into just do that and it's like fuck now i have to like be super anal about like clearing out an entire palace before i wrap up the story which sucks because i don't i don't really like doing that on my first run because like i want to like see what the story has to offer and then like do then go back to the palace but like no you have to you have to just remember to have always have lock picks on you that's always what i have to remember always have lock picks yeah because um yeah that's a new feature that i i, I don't know i kind of like it it br- uh, builds up your proficiency to make them uh but i kind of hate it when i'm stuck in a spot where it's like oh there's this treasure chest right here i'm all out of lock picks now i have to remember to go back here later on when i make it because because it, it sucks that like how like in persona 4 and persona 3 if, if you missed out a chest that was locked you can always hope that you battle a shadow and you'll get a key or uh, unlock a chest uh later while you're still in the dungeon but here you can't just like kill an enemy and like they have a lock pick on them or anything i thought in persona 3 the big chests were just big chests i thought persona 4 introduced the locking system i'm not it's been like almost like 10 years since yeah no you three so no i was just like that sounds like, uh, okay yeah it makes sense though um yeah that does kind of suck the only like saving grace i can find is I haven't really gotten good shit from chests yet. Most mm. of the things I've gotten have been like just accessories, which I just have piling up in my inventory right now. I think I've gotten out of the entire like two dungeons I've done so far, two pieces of equipment, one weapon. That's it. And the equipment wasn't bit, like was worse than what I could go buy in the shop. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but the possibility that it could possibly be a good weapon sort of, like, takes me off. Uh, but, um, yeah, I can understand, like, I can probably find it somewhere else later on. It's just, like, if you're a completionist, you sort of want to get all the chests as soon as possible. So, um, so yeah, for those of you guys that haven't played it yet, make sure you bring some lockpicks and stuff or don't finish the dungeon until or don't finish the story part of the dungeon until you completely clear it out because it just it's not going to stay there forever yeah trust me make lockpicks they're basically free and if you do somehow run out of stuff there's a shop that's like literally right down the like the way that sells the things to make lockpicks for really Mm -hmm. cheap too yeah also, Mike, I have to ask you since you're further than me, is there a beef bowl like challenge in this game? 
Ah, uh, there sort of is. Uh, it's not beef bowl levels of intense, but it's like the Big Bang Burger Challenge. Okay. You don't need... I think you need all your stats maxed up to finish it, but you always get guts for doing it, and then you get some other random stats, too. I think the other random stats you get are only... You only get, like, two other random stats, but you always get a guts increase, but it's like... Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Um, I've just been going to the diner and studying and increasing like my guts and kindness there. Oh, you can do that from studying at the diner? Yeah, you, actually, from what I can tell, if as long as you're not studying in the cafe, you always, you almost always get guts because it takes guts to focus. I don't know. Like, if you study in the library, you get guts too, but it's like one guts point. Um, if you study in the diner, it gives you the option to get like coffee or a, uh, a steak, which ups your kindness because it's like grandma's secret steak recipe or whatever. And if you get the coffee, it's considered loitering. So they, it's like, Oh, you're pretty gutsy for just loitering around here. Here's a guts point. Oh, you've like managed to focus when all these people were around. Here's knowledge points. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, get, I just I gotta figure that out later on. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I I'm just interested to see like what more th- does this game have to offer. Uh, do you know? Cause like from what I've seen, like I'm not sure if you're able to do this. But is there any like school activities that you can join? So far in the game, from what I've seen, no, nah, not really. Um, I don't know if maybe they may become active later on. But between the social links, the jobs, and um, just general thievery, I don't, like, unless they're going to be social links too, I don't really see, like, how you would have time to do those, honestly. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, maybe people have better time management than I do. Yeah, I just, uh, because, like, it just seemed, like, weird, because, like, I've been this far in the game as, like, they haven't brought up... Like, hey, you can join a sports club or, like, a culture club or whatever. or Because uh, I'm always used to getting that sports, archi- the, uh, the sports social link as well as the, uh, like, uh, the culture social link. So I'm, yeah. so I'm surprised they didn't have that. It seems like this isn't, like, uh, even though you are in school a lot, it seems like it's not really focused on the school itself besides, like, the first story part. It seems like it's more focused on, like, society and how it is instead of just, like, Oh, just school, school this, you gotta go in school. Yeah, I mean, they do try to, like, hammer that home, but I guess also from a story perspective, the reason it wouldn't make sense for you to join, like, clubs and whatnot is you are, like, this rough and tough transfer kid who assaulted somebody and who, if you look him in the eyes, will kill you. You know, it doesn't really make sense for that kid to join clubs at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this rough, thuggish boy that looks like Harry Potter. So yeah. scared of him. I will say I do like his hair. I'm not oh, keen yeah. on the glasses, but I love the hair. Yeah, he has that Vincent vibe from Catherine. I, I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the glasses are a little bit thrown off because they're so huge. I don't know why the glasses have to be like ridiculously huge. Yeah, I'm not but, too um, keen on that, but uh, I do like the um, the clothes you wear when you're outside of school. Though I feel like mm-hmm. these are the coolest clothes I've seen like a protagonist wear 
period. Mm-hmm. Not like better than used, not like popped collar, better than, you know, Minato with his blazer and like turtleneck sweater, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> better than like, that wears yeah. Turtle yeah, like better than all these things. This dude wears things that you'd actually see someone wear, like a V-neck. He, I don't know. He looks like a hipster, though. To be fair, he wears like a V-neck mm. shirt and a blazer. Mm. And then when he's not wearing that, he's got like in the summer when you get to that point, he wears like a long sleeve button-up shirt with the sleeves rolled up and the shirt unbuttoned. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, you're kind of a hipster, man. <laughs> Like, cause I it's doubt like you need ca- those glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, wow, like, I, yeah, that was the first time where it's like, wow, I, I would dress like my main character, where it's like, where it's like, you Narakami in like Persona Four, he had like his shirt tucked in, wore brown pants and like a popped up collar polo shirt. I was like, man, this is a fucking dork. But but, but like this like, my character. But like, at least you pulled like mad bitches though. Like that was his thing. Like just mad bitches. <laughs> I and, feel like he was a character meant to be like super cool, like like people love him. I think that was like his thing in Persona Four was like, oh, this guy's the cool guy. Everybody wants to be him. As like Persona Five, like, oh, this is the bad boy. You don't want to talk to him. He's and it's like they didn't like sort of design the character to look that way. Like he looks like a very well kept honest student, but it's like people are like, oh my god, I can't believe he. he freaking kill you if you look at him it's like this guy looks like the most meek person i've ever seen like he's like so skinny and what kills me is when you get like questions right and wrong in class like if you get a question right it's like oh my god i can't believe he knew that you never would have expected him to know that you think he'll let me borrow his notes and then on the other end of the spectrum when you get the question wrong it's like figured he wouldn't know that it's like yeah don't let him hear you say that though Oh shit! The teacher's looking at us, and it's like, dude, what the hell, man? Like, there's no in between. It's either they're really surprised that you knew it, or they're like, "Hot, you didn't know that." Like, yeah, it's like, um, if you if you want to know what the day in the life of Kanji Tatsumi was, you're basically living it right now. Yeah, that's that's the game, like Kanji Tatsumi Simulator, minus the uh, tendencies. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of like other characters, uh, how did you uh, how do you guys like the like sort of your best friend in this game, Ryuji? How do you how do you like him? How does he stack up to like Yosuke and Junpei? I mean, he's no Yosuke. I, yeah. I still prefer Yosuke, and honestly, I prefer Junpei a bit more. But like, I don't know. I guess he's kind of growing on me too. He's still the mm-hmm. lovable idiot character, and it just kind of sucks that it's that same trope again where he's considered the idiot and everyone just kind of makes jokes at his expense but it's all in good fun you know it's just yeah, it, I, don't, I, don't know. I think i think yosuke is smarter than ryuji i think like yosuke is like of average like uh intelligent like he's competent to a point where it's like if you weren't there as the main character he would probably be the main protagonist fi- figuring all this out but um, but Ryuji just seems like he's kind of dim with it in sort of a way like Kanji was, where it's like he didn't get it. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it's more. I'd say he's more like Junpei in that regards. Mm-hmm. Um, minus the love interest, I maybe I don't know if that happens later on, but uh, yeah, he's he's more akin to Junpei, and it's it's weird to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
uh, speaking of love interest, I really want like the other like uh, characters to sort of have like their own love interest because it's so, sort of awkward in Persona Four where you play like this Mac Daddy who like every girl was like wanted to be with. And it's like oh look at these other scrubs who can't get dates to save a life. <laughs> right, and it's it's kind of funny because in the like even in Persona Five, you know you mm-hmm. still have like Morgana just completely head over heels for on and you're just like dude it sucks because she's like the first waifu you get introduced to like i'm sorry morgana homie but like gotta take one for the team and lose your girl to me like i'm betting james bond this bitch let's go you know mm-hmm. i but, wonder who's going to be the canon pairing you know how like Rise was to um uh you narakami i wonder what's going to be the canon pairing for this one i feel it's probably going to be on if i'm being honest just for the sole fact that a she's the first character you meet b Mm -hmm. she's the lover's arcana and that seems to be a running theme with the persona series that the lover's arcana is like the canon pairing for the main character um so i i would probably say on if anything uh i haven't really gotten any other like female out of like in school social links though so mm-hmm. I can't really say because most of the team you get so far is guys, except for on so far. But they're mostly guys, and yeah, which is weird because the party in the end is going to have more girls than guys. So yeah. That being said, though, I do love the humor in this game too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't gotten to the part where like, because like I uh, I have a roommate that was playing it like in next door to me. It's like he got to a part that's like apparently really funny. I was like, I can't wait to get to that uh, section. So uh, yeah, because like for right now I haven't like seen any like too like any good humor because like right now it's like depressing city because like what happened to Aunt's friend and it's like what's happening like oh it's like ooh it's kind of dark getting dark here guys are going to need some lighthearted fun jokes oh yeah mm-hmm. well what i feel like is from most of the like choices you get to answer questions and like get to respond to things with i feel like what they're trying to do for this main character is they're trying to let him be like funny or like sarcastic and quippy because there are certain mm-hmm. questions like there's one question you get where you can answer, like, um, it's with Morgana when you find out, like, oh, Morgana can turn into a bus. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, and on asks, hey, Morgana, are you a boy or a girl? Because I've been wondering, honestly. And Morgana's like, I'm a boy. And Ryuji's like, I don't know. You're, you seem like kind of a girl. And then it's like, hey, what do you think? And the options are definitely a boy, could be a girl. And the third option, just shits and giggles, probably a car. And <laughs> I like that option alone just had me rolling for just just even moments. And it was so like welcome. And just the humor about turning into a car in the first place. It's like, why'd you turn into a bus? I don't know. It's cognition for people to think cats turn into buses. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little reference for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> What that uh, that make? I'm going to have, probably have to get to that part, but like that makes no sense. It was but, the first um, like it was the first time we went to Mementos, I think, with the cat mm-hmm. turning into a bus thing. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah, I'll probably skip past that part. But um, or because certain texts I kind of skip past, which I have a horrible habit of doing that. Me too. Especially in the dungeon Same. where if they don't speak, if they don't speak out aloud, I don't pay attention to it, which is something I really need to pay uh, attention to. But um, like, uh, yeah, I just can't wait to get more into this game. It's, it, it's as I said, it's since the Breath of the Wild, it's been the game that's like I have to like take time out of my schedule to like record or to play some more. Too bad it's not on the Switch. I can play it on the go. I'm amazed they didn't try and like put it on Steam. Like that, mm. that would be something they should do. Put Persona Five on Steam Atlas. Come on, do it. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, it's not a Sony exclusive. It's they're not uh, they're not putting like any money towards it. So I guess they can eventually bring it over to Steam if they want to. Be dope. Uh, we, st- we still got to realize that Atlas is still a relatively small company. So I mean, they could. The reason why they're not doing it could be because uh, they can't afford to, or they don't have the team to be able to do that. Yeah, that's possible. So uh, yeah, here's hoping for. Persona 5 Platinum released on Steam and the Switch later on. But, um, uh, yeah, anything else that you guys have to say about the game? What you're uh, feeling about it so far? Uh, probably one of the best presented games I've played in a while. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, like stuff like those transitions and stuff. Yeah, the transitions, the art, just everything. The voice acting is good. The cast is great. Um... Mm. It's not, like, well-known enough to really get you to hear things, except for, like, a few characters. Like, one who I'll say right now, Saitama, is Ryuji. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't watch the English English dub for that, so I wouldn't know uh, that. Yeah, it's it's Ryuji, and it's, like, I... Once I found that out, I can't unhear it so now you all can't unhear it either if you've seen the english dub for one punch man yeah i felt i felt like that was me for persona 4 because like that was in the day of age where i thought where i watched dubs mostly but um like now that i'm like traditioning more to subs watching that first and like i rarely like see the like oh this is person is from that anime or whatever so i wouldn't know but uh, hey, if they're a good voice actor, which I like, I can tell because I like, I like Ryuji's voice. So I mean, like, of course they're a good voice actor. So as long as they're good, uh, that's fine with me. Uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's going to be the Persona Four or Persona Five. It's weird saying Persona Five. It's been so long. We waited for so long. Uh, Persona Five uh, podcast. So. Uh, yeah, next week we're going to start getting back into news. It's just since we all like Persona 5 and uh, got a chance to play it, I thought we would dedicate a full podcast to talk about it because it is a 9 out of 10 game and I think people should enjoy it and play it. And also some new stuff came out about Persona 5 as well that I thought was interesting. So, uh, yeah, is there any other uh, things you guys want to uh, say before we ha- sign off? Not particularly, no. No. no all right. All right, then that has been this week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Persona 5, Persona 5, Persona 5. See you guys later. See you guys. See you guys next time.